here we are again talk elite we're back east west connection frank and i here to talk about some all elite wrestling it's been a minute yeah. it's been a little while but uh there's been a lot going on in aew frank and you and i really haven't had a chance to kind of trade thoughts because life gets in the way and whatnot so i don't even know where you stand with a lot of this anarchy and chaos and aew but how you feeling feeling good feeling good i mean um i think aew has been doing pretty well out there i'm not gonna uh stroke them off for like every part of the show you know but uh, <laughs> i've liked collision a lot though i will say i think collision is my favorite wrestling show on tv mm. and for it surpassed dynamite for, at, at this moment like since they've been around um collision has been my you know the number one show i watch dynamite's my number two now um mm. i don't know what it is too i don't know if i'm just digging the the feel of collision i like the intros get you know getting those guys talking in the back you know what i mean to set up yeah the show. old school um, by the way old school lots of wrestling you know what i mean like there's not a lot of fuss in between you know which is my preferred style of a wrestling show obviously you need some which i like but like i, I think collision's been handling it well and i just think they've had banger matches there as well um dynamite's doing their dynamite thing but i don't know i just feel like a few of the episodes lately i've been coming left leaving there like a little mid you know feeling like all right that wasn't like the greatest dynamite i've ever seen but then i tune into collision and i'm like damn but collision slapped this week and i felt like that's been the mm. case for like the last month or so so yeah like collision has taken over as my like must see tv um if any of this wrestling programming is a uh, must see at all <laughs> but uh yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it. I think Punk has been money. You know, you've you you were telling me you were texting, we were texting, and you were saying how like you've been frustrated with Punk's current run. And again, a lot like the first time, yeah. just like a wait and see approach. You know, with Punk, just because I know Punk out. is, I just I just know Punk is gonna be money. You know what I mean? Like regardless, he's not one of these guys where so often I hate the program he's in. You know, so it's just a matter of time. And I think this past week on Collision, we'll talk about it punk you know i think mm -hmm. made a statement that changed you know the face of their company at least in, in the short term you know and i'm i'm excited about it i'm all in i'm, I'm we got a real world's champion finally they're all in you are all in going yes, into sir. all in yes sir you uh do you think that aw's uh intentionally trying to scale dynamite back slightly to maybe make collision uh appear because the main event of dynamite last week was in my opinion, not up to the level of that some of their main events have been. Like it was Blackpool Combat Club and the Best Friends, which oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like as a dynamite main event, and then here we are with Collision. It feels much bigger, in my opinion. But I wonder yeah, it, if it's an intentional thing. I don't think it's intentional. I think what it is, and like I think you might agree with this, is that your show goes where the world champion goes you know and like and i yeah. feel like on dynamite your world champions have been in a comedy tag team routine which people love like i know you guys the no sold crew has not been super high on the uh mjf adam cole tag team whatever they're calling themselves but like i have friends here that are super high on it and they they really enjoy it and like the wrestling fandom seems to be enjoying it and I, I remember the first time they started doing like this goofy stuff or when MJF was dancing in the ring and it was just like, I could hear John Boy in my ear going, but if WWE did this, you know what I mean? Like you'd be all over the I'm road. that guy in your head. Yeah, Damn, yeah, yeah. I'm that guy in your head. But, and like, yeah, I mean, and I would, 
But the problem, I just think the the problem with WWE and AEW is that 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 is a that is WWE's show. You know what I mean? Like the jokey, kind of like embarrassing to watch sometimes. Humor, you know what I mean? Slapstick nature of the show, not about wrestling. That's that's WWE's show typically, where AEW is not that. So like every, I don't have a problem. I always say I'm open to everything in pro wrestling, right? And I get that that the goofy shtick is part of it. We were watching matches with get dude, you know, Ron Garvin dressed up as a woman. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like I get it, you know. So like I I, I accept some of it, but when your whole show becomes that, that's when I'm out and it's not for me. But even that said, it's really not for me here. But they make me laugh mm-hmm. every now and then, you know. And I think that's what's holding dynamite up. I think your world champion is not focused. You know what I mean? Like, or the program isn't focused on him being the world champion, I should say. Um, currently, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, currently. I, like, obviously, he's in a big program. It is what it is. It culminated. But that, all, even that, it culminated in match on collision. So it even feels like the heat of all that stuff, which I think has been a main point of carrying um, Dynamite. Even, you know, it, it all finished up on uh, Collision and then Punk cutting a promo about being a champion and that sort of ties MJF as the champion more to Collision in my mind. I don't know. I just think Dynamite is struggling with like an identity crisis and I think there's a new cool kid mm. on the block and like they're probably trying to see like what can we do? I think, I think it's a competition between each other. How can we top? They, they had a good week when they had the blood and guts. And then last week, it wasn't quite as exciting. You know what I mean? So I just think it's going to ebb and flow that way when you have two shows and you have a roster that's like not fully split. But I think this says something that Malachi Black and Andrade and Punk and FTR, they're mostly on collision. And if, you know, you put a gun to my head two years ago, who my favorite dudes in the company were, I was saying Andrade, Malachi Black, Ricky Starks. You know what I mean? Like if you were asking me. So sort of like for my taste, I just think that shows more where it's at. It doesn't mean Dynamite sucks, though, or anything, because I'm enjoying Orange Cassidy. I'm enjoying seeing the elite do their stuff. Like I said, Blood and Guts was crazy. Kota Ibushi, that was nice to see him, um, even if I thought he looked like in the worst shape he's been in his career. <laughs> but apparently he only had a couple of matches in a year and a half or something like that. So I guess you'd get a pass, yeah. but um, whatever. You know what I mean? I just, for my taste, listen, I'm tuning in every week to Dynamite. Like, I don't miss it. This past week I had to skip it because I went to a soccer match. But I watched it a couple of days later and, you know, I had, you know, I had fun, but it just wasn't like, man, that was the show. And then I tuned into Collision the next day and it was like, oh, this is the show. You know what I mean? So. So Dynamite or Collision is stacked with um, more your personal favorites. Yeah. So like the roster is it, more enjoyable all around, exactly. yep. but you can still find some silver lining. Like you said, in, on Dynamite, there's been some things, obviously the blood and guts. But uh, I want to talk about obviously MJF and Adam Cole. The better than you, Bebe, is the official te- team name. Um, but, you know, we were kind of talking earlier, like the evolution of this team uh-huh. seemed out of nowhere for me. I missed one week of of Dynamite. And the last I checked in uh, before that was sort of a feud, a personal feud, where MJF would be talking about Britt Baker and so, sort of insulting Adam Cole's woman. And um, Adam Cole would come back and talk about, you know, that's why your fiance left you and just fighting words. You know what I mean? Like real things that and then to go from that to like the buddy cop movie, which yeah. a lot of people are comparing it to is like great comic relief and excellent writing. I just got confused on how we got here and how it will. It just feels very insincere and like uh, rushed. And also uh, if if the point is that MJF is sort of like playing a character just to turn on 
Cole, like, okay, but maybe how do you how do you look at their uh, evolution to to get to this point as being like because this is essentially like their best friends now and it just seems yeah. out of nowhere to me. I agree with you, um, which is my big issue because it doesn't feel sincere. You know, like people are acting like this past week on Dynamite where or Collision, I'm sorry, where they finally challenge for the tag team. They win the tournament. They challenge for the tag team belts against FTR. Mm-hmm. Um, FTR win clean, and um, you know. There's that moment where you feel like, all right, here's the turn, right? One of these guys is now turning. MJF is crying. He seems like maybe he's manipulating Cole, turn it back. Cole turns his back. He realizes what's going to happen at this point. He says, do it. He, MJF can't do it. They squash. They hug it out like super baby faces. Crowded. They're crying. Everybody's crying, whatever. But the thing about it just feels so insincere to me. And like, that's what I can't wrap my head around. And that's why I, don't, I think I can't um embrace the relationship and like this you know i love you man energy so bad because it's just it feels like there's a blow up still um you never know wrestling pro wrestling crazy things have happened and maybe you pivot and you don't because everybody's anticipating a blow up and that's what they're doing so far but it just does i mean you are you seeing max the devil you know, all of a sudden he's just this white meat baby face. You know what I mean? Cutting promos. It, it doesn't feel. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Not that he genuine. can't. He's not capable of doing that. If that's where his character eventually went at some point. But not out like, of nowhere like that's this, right? yeah exactly. It's out of nowhere. He still has that douche energy. The blow off is going to come. So since it just feels like, like you said, one week they hate each other's guts, the next week they're tag teams. The week mm-hmm. after that, they're best friends. You know, and it's just mm-hmm. like, all right, it's something's just not adding up. You still have Roderick popping in backstage every now and then just to be like, what are you doing, man? He's terrible, man. You know what I mean? And say the generic lines, and then mm-hmm. and, and we've then, seen this story before. Like, it's mm-hmm. not really all that original, but yeah. So like, this was my issue with Jack Perry and um, like Hook, like their yeah. friendship. It was it was like it started out a one way when they were Jungle Hook and whatnot, but then they disappeared for a while as teammates, and then they got together for one more match, and then Jungle Boy turns on them, and then there's like you're my best friend, and that's where I just um, that's the little details in me that that you know that annoy me, but um, with the MJF and Adam Cole thing, you know. <laughs> It's the story's been done a million times. It's just the way you tell it. And you said about pivoting. And I think they might end up doing that because this thing is so over. They're be they're eating it up left and right. They're eating it up. They're selling the most merch. You know what I mean? Like it's it's wildly successful. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and like, and I I was saying to you weeks ago, like, I don't like convenient like tag teams, like, oh, MJF and Cole hate each other. Now they're a tag team. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So and so hate each other. Now they're a tag team, you know? And it's like that was what it was from the jump and it was just like instantly i'm like i'm kind of out i don't like these gimmicky type of force teams you know scenario but what do i know like they're the most over thing in on dynamite at least you know what i mean maybe in the company but like definitely on the dynamite show they've been and um you know like it's it's crazy and that's why pro wrestling is so wild you know and but it's also sometimes why it's difficult to trust the fans Mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like is this really what you want? Do you right. really want these guys to be best buddies and this is a tag team moving forward? And like, is this where you want these guys? Probably not. You're just enjoying the ride, you know, which there's no, no, there's no um, fault in that, but mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, where you play with fire in situations like this and you get too behind it. And then you set yourself up for disappointment, whichever way it shakes out, you know? So it's I like- mentioned that uh, Tony Khan probably wanted to tell the story of Adam Cole 
and MJF for a while now because when he announced Wembley's show, he had Adam Cole next to him yeah. to announce the show. And I think we, you and I were talking about how Adam Cole seems to be the chosen one in terms of um, Tony Khan's like short list of guys who should be the next face. And maybe we were thinking it's going to culminate an all in with the world championship for Adam Cole. We were never really on board with that idea. Um, I don't think Tony Khan is straight away from the idea too much because I think he's been, you know, building towards that match. But with your point about pivoting, I wonder if they don't end up going with the one-on-one match at uh, all in, because it, it, you know, it would have to come pretty soon to get that set stage stage set. Uh, What, what would happen then? Like, what would you, what do you, where do you see both of those guys at this big show? That's the thing, dude. Like it's tough. You know what I mean? Like as it stands, you got to wrap this up somewhere, you know, or continue it past your next event, which is the end of the month or at the end of August. So it's like, we're going to see the build obviously start to come now for this pay-per-view. And I'm curious because I don't know where it goes. For me, my taste, and it's not going to please the fans who are really enjoying this, I'm having CM Punk come out of nowhere, put Adam Cole to sleep, put him in a hospital, write him off TV. We're moving into Wembley. Adam Cole's out of the picture, and it's it's a champion versus champion type situation. That's what I'm doing. Just because I don't want Cole in the world title picture, you got to – this has to pay off somewhere, but you have pay-per-views coming up that are big. Is this the payoff? Is this the kind of match that you want to pay off at one of these shows? I'm not so sure. You know what I mean? Like, I think mm-hmm. you could maybe have him come back and then you could sort that out when it's all said and done. Maybe the title's not on MGF at the moment. And then it's more about their personal mm-hmm. things, even if they are really mm-hmm. are friends. You know what I mean? And you could you could sort all that stuff up and keep guys occupied, have CM Punk as your champion, if that's the way they go. Um, as the true champion, undisputed, I should say. Um, real world yeah, champion. He's already the real world champ, but oh, that's undisputed. True. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, undisputed. Well, the way you painted that picture um, is a good way to get everyone like situated going into yeah. this pay-per-view. Because if you want to go with Punk, the real world's champion, which we'll talk about in a minute, versus MJF, you can't just have Cole kind of uh, pushed aside randomly. And a way yeah. to do it would be to get him out of the picture by CM Punk's hands. And then you continue the personal beef between MJF and Cole at a later date. Maybe you draw out their friendship longer since this is what the fans apparently want anyway. Yeah. Because it seems like... Personally, like turning Cole or MJF now on each other and having that one-on-one at All-In, now all of a sudden that feels rushed. Yeah, Even yeah, though yeah. this was the plan all along, it's kind of exactly. weird how, yeah. how it works out. Like, Yeah, but like I said, I think uh, it'll, it'll, it's going to suck for somebody. Like, Yeah, it yeah, right. Out, if it plays out my way, like that sucks for Cole if you're not going to be on the Wembley show or maybe the pay-per-view ad the mm-hmm. week after even. You know what I mean? Like that does suck. You that's know? true. You I know, can't see that happening actually. Yeah, I don't I see. Yeah, it. you know, and like, and that's tricky to do that. But it, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't mean that they have to be gone completely. He could make a run in, you know, they, you could do so many right. things to get people like to get their shot, you know, like on the their spot on the show. If it's just a matter of, you know, getting guys on that biggest show of all time. But um, I just think for the better of your world title picture and even in, the, in totality, both of your shows, you know, having the world champion in a few that's like, like box office. Right. The mm-hmm. best storyline I never told in, w, in AEW is arguably CM Punk MJF. Right first go around mm. so now they both have titles you know it's just it's it's you know it's easy to write right itself and then it's Wembley and I just feel like you need big stuff for Wembley you know like I know people are, the tickets are sold people are going to be happy with whatever they get but you know you still want some marquee matchups you know what I mean like it's you're, it, there's going to be yes. 80,000 plus you want the 
a lot like Forbidden Door when we heard like Okada and Danielson was going to mm. be on the card. Instantly, you're like, all right, regardless of how you feel about like a New Japan show or whatever, you know that's big deal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it might not be your cup of tea, but for pro wrestling, you it doesn't get much bigger. And I think they they need at least a couple of them type of matchups, right? And yeah, because to- if you're relying on Jungle Boy, Jack Perry versus yeah, yeah. Hook for yeah. the FTW title and things like that, that's all that we really have established so far. But I was gonna say Adam Cole getting his moment, quote unquote at all in that may have been the plan and i believe it was in my heart but if it happens now um like i said it feels rushed but like where do you stand on that like if adam cole becomes the champion of the company at all out like where where do you how do you feel like with the punk thing you know what i mean like where does that leave punk if those two are the guys that fight cole and mjf like where does punk go it's very strange, you know what I mean? Like they that's triple why. threat. Are we going towards a triple threat? Uh maybe, you know, but like a lot. There's still so much that has to happen between MJF and Cole's relationship. And then how do you squeeze Punk in there just because he says he has a belt? I don't know. I just think it's too convoluted, and I think it needs to be those guys hashing it out. Whoever the champion is, hashing it out with CM Punk. You know what I mean? And um, I believe it'd be MJF. Dude, Adam Cole winning the belt, I just feel like would be whether he turns on MJF, whichever, whatever the case is, if that's still the plan and you end all in, can you imagine ending that biggest event of all time with Adam Cole walking out of there with the world title? I can imagine it. There's a lot of people who would love it too. Yeah. I just, it just seems bonkers to me. You know, it just just seems bonkers to me. And I Mm also go on record stating right now, I'm already kind of that way. But if Adam Cole wins the title, I only recognize CM Punk as a champion moving forward. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like I can't do it. I can't. I'm already. I'm already willing to accept CM Punk as the real world's champion. You know what I mean? But if Cole, let's takes- talk. Let's oh. let's talk about it because uh, CM Punk had that red bag since he's come back, and uh, we've wondered what's in it. Although he's you know he's alluded to it, we yeah. kind of knew what was in it. But he he said it for the crowd. He said it out loud this past week on Collision. Tony Schiavone and him in the ring. Punk unveils the AEW championship, calls himself the real world's champion, spray paints that nice X right through the E. Yeah. Which stands for Elite. I also, it also stands for the middle of the belt, by the way. Like I saw all these people going, like he put the E, he crossed out the E. Where else is he supposed to put it? He's in the middle, dog. You know, it's an X. That's how it has to meet somewhere. But no, uh, but they're reaching for that because they, hey, we want that. Like my thing was, I'm not mad at it. yeah, with with Wembley, with All In, our dream scenario was Omega, Punk, yeah. cash yeah. in, yeah. sell a zillion yeah. seats worth of whatever. They've done that anyway without that match. So yeah. prop, props. But we're not getting the creative satisfaction of seeing this happen yet. Yeah. Maybe they're going to build towards this elite versus CM Punk thing. It's very weird. And I only said I was hard on this return with Punk because, um, yeah, he's getting his feet wet. He was in the Owen tournament and I... I thought he should have won it. He would have bought some nice credibility, you know, to the Owen Hart tournament uh, championship and all that. But plus he's a fan, which helps. But um, I've only been hard on it because like in one one way, like I kind of don't know where it's going. And I guess that's the cool part about being a fan is like you don't know everything. But I also feel like it's 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 a hindrance to me because punk. Is he a heel? Is he he's a tweener? I guess we're establishing in certain cities he's getting booed, but you know, him and FTR are like a crew, but FTR is blazing baby faces. And it's yeah. like, if we're going to go towards the elite 
and punk in some way, shape or form eventually. Like I'm assuming FTR would also turn heel. Like they'd be a part of it. It's just, I feel like punk is somewhat in the middle. Of, it's like in no man's land. And I just wonder when you come back and you've got the red bag, I wish he would have just came back and said, I'm the real world's champion. Like that's my one little detail that I gripe with. And I hear you. I just think they're trying to get this like, and we're seeing it toned down little by little. It's like he was going to get booed every town he was in, not named Chicago. Right. Mm-hmm. So like you got to let these fans get it out of their way. He's doing like the sort of the, the tour of every town. You're going to get your booze out away because everybody's booing him until the CM Punk chance start taking over and I think you saw this week on Collision was like probably the least amount of booze he's gotten he still got some you know what I mean but mm-hmm. the least amount of booze he's gotten and then he was getting more cheers and then they're not in Chicago and like now he's cutting a vicious promo you know what I mean and sort of setting the table and he lit the internet on fire instantly when he spray painted the belt I think you have to let that crowd energy kind of like dissipate because it didn't matter what he said. He was going to get booed during the promo. Whether you want him to be a heel, they were going to disrespect him. Whether you wanted him to be a baby face, they were just going to boo him as he was cutting a promo. So like, I think they're just letting, like he's going to come out. He takes shots at people every now and then he praises people every now and then and letting the crowd get this out of their system so that they don't necessarily dictate what they have to do. You know what I mean? Cause like, you mm-hmm. know, AEW will listen to the fans more than other promotions. And, like, I think they want to see, like, all right, once this crowd gets off this high horse, what can we do with this guy? And I think that's where we're headed now. So, like, I'm mm-hmm. just willing to let it play out a little bit, and we'll see. The last run, yeah. I thought it played out perfectly. Eventually, it was slow. He was just having matches. Yeah, you're right. You know, and it, like, then it, it ended up being good stuff. So, we'll see. I trust It was a great run. run. It, it, yeah. was, it turned out to be a great run in totality because of how good it finished and how strong that run with Punk finished that first time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick on the Adam Cole thing one more time. Like, I just – I think I struggle with him like you is because I don't buy into what he's selling. Like, I think face or heel, yeah. he doesn't sound like he believes – he's a bad actor. He's just not, yeah. to me, not a very good actor. Um, and I just don't really enjoy any of this stuff with MJF, partly because it feels just out of nowhere and whatnot. But I wonder, like, if you want to do the Hollywood Hogan spray paint the title thing, even though the gangsters did it, I'm sure you saw that mm-hmm. picture floating around, too. But Hogan notoriously spray painting the NWO punk with the black X. Like, if you want to do if you want to if like if you want to lean into being a heel and I hope punk does this soon, like all in like instead of the tweener thing, because maybe him and FTR could do like NWO style shit and take Adam Cole out as a whole group maybe. And that's the, that's a way we establish them as I just, I want them to be more established going forward. uh, So I know where we're like, I know how to feel like, do you, cause you're a punk fan through and through, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. And like, that's how I would have had collision this past weekend. end cause I thought, Mm -hmm. Oh, punk is going to punk is going to cost this MJF Cole team the belts, you know what I mean, by kicking off MJF's head or whoever it was, you know what I mean, and FTR going to take advantage because they're Punk's boys, and I thought it was just going to, they're going to pick sides at that moment, and the crowd is going to have to decide, are we booing FTR right. or Punk, you know what I mean, or what? But that didn't happen. FTR just won clean, so I was sort of like, man, they're going to continue this storyline. I just thought that was Punk, because Punk said something about, I guess we'll know by tonight if he's going to be on the Wembley show or whatever. So I mm-hmm. thought the implication was he might get involved with the main event, which was MJF. You know what I mean? Which featured MJF. Mm-hmm. But it just didn't work out that way. So, like, I don't know how they have to, like, handle this going through. But, like, I would like some clarity. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool with, at the same time, though, I'm cool with CM Punk defending a belt against Ricky Starks. 
Well, I was going to mention because he's in the midst of this thing with yeah. Starks. You know, and what I mean? wonder so how that all ties up. They have a title shot next week. You know, a so real world's like, championship match. The real world's championship. So it's sort of like, what does that mean? You know what I mean? I imagine CM Punk's going to win that. Um, and but it's just interesting. Starks just was like, okay, I want a title shot. Like he even recognizes him as champion, I guess, right? Because yeah, well, yeah, well nobody's challenged him to say otherwise. Yeah, he but beat you know him twice though recently, Sark. So he had like, that going for him. But like no one is challenging what Punk said yet. And like I believe if MJF was in the arena for his match later that night, you would think the world champion would exactly. come out and be like exactly that this is the yeah, title, right? This is the title. Yeah. So but like, but they have to address it. They have you know to. what I mean? Like they they have to address that. So like, but I like it. That'll be good fans, when that finally happens. Yeah, then we're I know cooking. fans are getting impatient with oh Wembley now, it's a month away and we still don't know anything. But that's AEW's MO, you know, that's how it's been. They they, they build up the, the actual card is built the last month, you know what I mean? And it'll fill out up until the few days before the show. Well, we'll they they you look, they built Brian and, and MJF over months. Like sure, I'll give them sure. like they do a good job some most of the time getting like your main title picture established. And I guess that's where we're feeling a little uneasy because yeah, it is such a big show. And it's like the yeah, main exactly main title. And now there's two champions, is there? So it's sort of like it just it just leads to some questions that need to be asked. But I saw Bully Ray even say this online saying they just do a whole show unannounced. And like even the people in attendance don't know till the music's hidden. And that's they, they don't even know the matchups until the music hits. And it's never been done. Oh, in Wembley. Oh, in Wembley. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, oh, it's crazy. I don't know how, how well that does. They already bought the it tickets. Does pay-per-view. Yeah, right. but on pay-per-view. You know, I don't know. Are people gonna is is tuning in to see the big show in Wembley enough to get the pay per view seats? Probably. You know what I mean? So it's like, can you do a surprise show and everything is a surprise as you see it? That's cool, but you lose. I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that. It's a cool theory. I guess my only gripe would be like the wrestlers showing up in theory, storyline wise. Like, who are you preparing for? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, and that's the issue. That's the that's the argument. Is like, what story? I mean, you have to have story. This is pro wrestling, right? This is UFC. So it's sort of like everything is story driven usually. Um, mm-hmm. And like you sacrifice a lot of that, but like, I don't know. I just think I, that the panic of no card is like, we'll be all right. A month out of Forbidden Door, there was no card either. And then it turned into mm-hmm. one of like, what people say is like the greatest wrestling pay-per-view of all time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the the people who love the New Japan stuff. So I'm confident that the show is going to be stacked and I'm confident it's going to be a fun show. And the crowd is going to listen. We've been watching these Puerto Rico shows or these UK shows or wherever they've been in the WWE. And the crowd just makes the shows way better. Like that Puerto Rico show was a house show mm-hmm. if the crowd wasn't good, right? You know what I mean? Yep. But the crowd was so amazing and made that show. So this crowd is going to enhance the AEW show, whether it's dog shit or not. But I like, and I think AEW fans know this, like by the time the pay-per-view comes around, you're kind of like, damn, they're always kind of stacked. You know what I mean? So like, I think that it'll pay off. I get fans frustration or impatience even sometimes wanting to know what's going to be, what's good. Well, Punk even mentioned on uh, Collision, he said, look, I'm a wrestler. I'm mentioning Wembley yeah, show. Look at me. Yeah, I'm yeah, the first yeah. person. Meaning yeah. like as a businessman, he knows like, and I always thought this should be their WrestleMania. That's just my wish or at least mm-hmm. that. And, and it's not being presented like that yet. Like they're not, pushing it like that but if yeah. if you see this show sell eighty thousand seats and it's in england this year do you think this is a like a, a tradition going forward or do you think this is just a, a freebie leading into all out because a lot of people are saying it's just cash in yeah you can you know what i'm saying they're they're doing a week later they're doing all out and uh, you're getting one for half off i think if you buy 
I don't know. In. I think that's still to be determined. You know what I mean? Like I've been seeing different things floating around, but um, yeah, it's it's listen, it's interesting. Do you want that as a fan? Like, do you want this to be their mania, or do you? If that's what it, yeah, if this is what it becomes, I'm fine with it. You know, it's like it's the name of the first show. Like yeah. next year, it's in L.A., you know, at the arena there or the stadium yeah. there. If like, they can manage it, if they can manage like a big crowd like that in an American, you know, venue, then yes, let's make that the thing. If it takes you being overseas to do it, then I don't mm-hmm. know if it could really be your WrestleMania per se. Right. Because I mm-hmm. feel like that should be in your, you know, at least the home country most of the time, not all True. the time, but like most of the time. So, like, that's my concern about it. It's like, yeah, okay, they do 80,000 plus here. And then, like, like Soldier oh, Field ne- next yeah, year. Ne- yeah, next year, Soldier Chicago. Field. Are they also going to do 80,000 or 65,000 or whatever the number is? That's the question mark that AEW has to find. Because they, they sell out arenas, you know what I mean? Like, they sold that mm-hmm. New Japan show. They sold 14,000 tickets in an hour, right? So, if that was a 28,000-seater, could they have sold that? I don't know. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like the numbers seem to be there. The demand seemed to be there. But then also there's double or nothing that didn't sell quite as good as the previous ones. But I just think it's about market. Right. It's about That's true. Smart, smart like areas to have these shows. The UK obviously is a brilliant idea because they may have been able to sell 100,000 tickets just because, you know. So and maybe like they take it to Japan next year. Yeah. Or you know, like who knows? You know, who knows if it's an overseas show or not. But um. I just want to see it established as like, what are we building to throughout the year? Like, yeah. that's just a very good end point. This is yeah. it's tried and true. And WrestleMania is another look a, a TNA tried to do it with their Slammiversary. WCW yeah, tried. Yeah. Oh, Bound for Glory. My bad. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, it's like, I think it's important to establish it. But this, those companies were just saying a name and still getting sometimes a it's sometimes tna was just free for their yeah, yeah, bound yeah, for yeah. glory i know this is yeah. a, you're saying wembley you're you're selling eighty thousand. like let's treat it like a big deal and hey look we got a whole month to promote it i'm yeah. sure they'll do it let's like because even then their slogan it says yes we really mean wembley like yeah. on their poster so like they're they know this is big time and i hope they continue i guess like we always say about tony khan he's a mark for this you know what i mean like he understands what that what having that many people in that stadium means as a Mm -hmm. pro wrestling fan you know what i mean last time it happened was one of the great matches of all time greatest of all time if you asked us 10 years ago um you know what i mean like he knows like the impact he knows what the crowd is going to be because also people forget this like he did the premier league team that he has fulham you know he deals with them and that all audience so he knew about the rabid fan base that's over there waiting for them you know what i mean so like i have no doubt in my mind that he's trying to make this the best and biggest show they've ever had you know what i mean and it's like okay just with this company i think we're so used to a certain way of doing things that when somebody does something different we feel like Mm -hmm. it can't be right doing it this way but his results kind of argued the opposite right because he's sort of he's he sold eighty thousand tickets with no show announced right cm punk he he teased an announcement maybe of a guy coming back and they sold out a whole venue with nothing announced, right? They they announced a show a few days before that. You know, like he's done these kind of like unprecedented things in modern wrestling that and they've always worked out. The new Japan show, but people were like, mm-hmm. who the fuck is gonna tune into that? Then they did two shows and like hardcore wrestling fans say they're the greatest wrestling shows you could ever watch. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like he's done stuff that we think about like who is going to care? Why are people gonna be invested in that? And he's been right more often than not. In terms but we, of- we, we like um, fantasy booked the elite versus CMFTR main event yeah, in yeah. Wembley. Right. Yeah, and like, yeah. that was because our minds do work to what we learned with yeah. WWE, like storyline, get it here. But what you're saying is like Tony Khan, like he might throw 
FTR versus Aussie Open on two weeks before the show. And then once the show comes, like that'll be match of the night. But we didn't even build to it throughout the year. But guess what? It's it's successful still. Yeah, exactly. And like they're fallout of shows. And this is also an interesting time for them too, where things are going to be different because they have a pay-per-view the week after. Yeah. Or or whatever they're doing for that, right? Because I feel like that's to me the trickiest thing. That's even so much that you don't have a card. You don't have two cards. And then you're asking (laughs) people to pay for a pay-per-view one week and then the next week. So I still feel like... There's something about that that we aren't privy to yet, whether one's going to be streaming on, you know, HBO Max because they're announcing a TV deal. Um, One is going to be free on their, you you know what I'm saying? We, we don't know yet. So, like, all these things still need to shake out. And, like, the fact that they have to book a card and consider another major card a week after is also interesting in booking wise because it doesn't all end at Wembley, right? As much as we are saying this is the big show for them, we're forgetting there's another yeah, show. Yeah, they have one a week after, so like it's gonna be interesting the way it all plays out. So maybe anybody... it is Punk versus the winner of Cole versus MGF at all. Maybe, maybe the next week uh, yeah. at and all is that out in Chicago. Places. I don't know. Yeah, if I, is it all out in Chicago? You I, know? Think it I don't is, know. Right? You know what I mean? I don't know. So it's sort of yeah. like it's just one of those things that they, this they have so many moving parts right now in the company and like. We're used to what we're used to, and especially if you're old head wrestling fans like us, mm-hmm. you're used to a certain way, and then you're used to the way Vince did it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then like you're you kind of kind of fall somewhere between what you're used to watching NWA, WCW, and then watching Vince McMahon's program. But if we could just look back at how Paul Lee did things, and he did it so left field. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he got that promotion into a, a place that nobody could have imagined it would be you know not quite as big as AEW but like they were super popular still to this day doing things unorthodox and I just think Tony Khan has a little bit more of that in there a little bit of his own flavor and well I think in 10 years we'll look at the way Tony Khan books things versus how other people book things and then you have a, a fair comparison right now it just seems like he's doing it wrong you have all these old heads on the internet Bischoff or whatever he's doing it wrong everything is wrong 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 but it's a modern day you know what I mean? And not for nothing, Eric Bischoff and Bully Ray and all these guys, they don't know shit about modern day wrestling. You know, B- Bully Ray saying if they hired me, they do a million uh, they do a million viewers every week on, on Dynamite. It's like, dog, how come Impact's not doing a million viewers and you're there? You know what I mean? It's sort of like, just right. spare me. You know, like these guys are just a little out of touch and it's modern and, and it's always hard to adjust to modern takes on things, you know, and we just got to deal with, listen, if I was booking, it would, it would look way different than when fucking Jim Hurd was booking, you know what I'm mm. saying? And it's just the nature of the game. So, um, you know, I'm just curious. I have faith in Tony because I haven't watched a pay-per-view of theirs that I thought sucked. You know right. What I mean? paper, once you see it happen, yeah. but I get like exactly. with us, we're, we're on the road to this and we are talking and I, and I just think seeing this company, you you were at the first show, right? Uh, yeah. Seeing them the first be in AEW a, show, yeah. Yeah, first AEW show. Seeing them out in a stadium yeah. with eighty thousand, like I think the the actual visual of it, like the optics, will be amazing. And then you're going to start to feel like proud because you're a fan from day one. And then you're going to feel like like you've seen this baby grow into this amazing yeah. thing. And then I just think about where do like I'm kind of like where do we go from here that's just how yeah. mine were my my mind works so i'm like all right this is just incredible but then are we going to do this are we taking it to the link mm-hmm. next try to 
because it's look, they're not the first company to try this, no. but they are one of the first to successfully do it on their first run yeah, because exactly. the NWA, they did Great American Bash in 86. That was a veteran stadium. They only drew like yeah. 10,000 people. Um, sure. And then and they held 80,000 or whatever the number was. Triple A, Triple A just did Triple Mania in Tijuana at a baseball stadium. And it looked like it was at best one fifth full. You know what I mean? At a baseball mm-hmm. stadium, you know, and this triple mania in, in, in Mexico, you know, which is a big deal for them, you know, and they mm-hmm. had AEW guys or Kenny Omega was on that show. You know what I mean? And, you know, and it still was just, it is what it is. So the fact that AEW is able to do it, like it says something, you know, it says something. Yeah. NWA, they, you know, they did uh 43,000 mm-hmm. in Tampa, the great American bash in 88. Like there has been successful, but there's also been strikeouts. Like you said, where you see a scattered stadium of like randomly 12, mm-hmm. 2000 people and that holds 50,000. So to see it packed, it will be amazing. Um, we're going to see where it goes, man. And the build to it, we're, we're trying, you know, me, I guess I'll only speak for myself. I'm trying to be patient with it. And um, it does usually pan out once you get to the day of and you watch this. I'll probably be catching it in a theater. I'm hoping they, they you know, they show it in the in the uh, movie theaters as they normally do, because that'll be super fun to see. You you thought you thought about going. Yeah, dude. I'm, you know, and like it's not out of the question. It could, but maybe it ends up being like a quick turnaround trip. You know what I mean? I, I do. I was hoping to have like a whole weekend there and do the whole deal, but it just doesn't seem plausible, but I'm not ruling it out until not ruling it out yet. I'm not done. You know what I mean? Like that's how if I they announce that it. real world's champion punk versus MJF, you might up the ante. Yeah. Like that. That's going to be, cause I already have FOMO. So like, the card announcement is going to be what gets me like, oh, my God, we have to go. You know what I mean? Because, like, listen, mm-hmm. I brought it up to my girlfriend. I know tickets to the show are not going to be that, like, difficult to get just if I just wanted to be in. It's more about the fly and more about lodging and all the that. Experience. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, we're already flirting with the idea of it. But, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We have a month to figure it out. If it's going to work out, we'll know soon enough. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. AEW, we're in the thick of it in the summer, heading towards all in and then all out. It's been a long road to get here. I feel like this company's grown uh, massively and it's been crazy to watch. And they seem to be bulletproof in some ways. And uh, yeah, we're going to see how it goes, how it shakes out. This has been fun to just catch up and talk some AEW. We're going to be doing it again, not next week, but the week after as we get even closer. So we'll touch on where the real world champion stands at that time. Did he survive Ricky Starks? Um, <laughs> yeah. Are MJF and Adam Cole still the best friends that ever were? But before we head out, though, John Boy, for real, I want to say any doubters who think the FTR aren't the greatest tag team in pro wrestling going, you could be a Young Buck fan, you could be an Usos fan, whoever you think the top dog are, there's not a team that has the quality of matches with so many different opponents that these dudes have. They just had a banger with MJF and Cole. It's not my favorite match of all time, but like the week before they may have had like one of the greatest of all tag time tag team matches or like the couple weeks in a row with the one with bullet club. They had a couple bangers with bullet club, but you know, like FTR, they had a trilogy with the Briscoes. They had the match with the young bucks, like everything they touch is like, is this the best tag team match of all and time? And they don't have the style that you would think would 
for sure get the guest the best mm-hmm. match rating because exactly. they are so methodical and mat, mat technicians and i no, i agree with you They're i just didn't want to leave this without talking about like the run that they've been on and like maybe they're not getting the credit they deserve as the champions and being featured as like the champions oh like, that's bullshit but, like, but the matches they had dude they're so that two out of three falls with the bullet club and listen if you're not a jay white guy or a juice robinson guy like I wasn't exactly like after that match though you're like man these guys are super legit I heard he, I even heard they were uh, made. big sexy talking about them a big sexy mm. talking about Jay White like sort of saying like eh, he's not into it and now he's into Jay White you know and Juice Robinson who I was not Same. into yeah me but, neither you know it but he, we were yeah, not exactly into we weren't into him but he's winning me over as well you know what I mean so it's sort of like crazy, this Bullet Club gold, that's crazy like cool and guys who never been into Bullet Club me and you Don, I don't think you've ever been into the Bullet Club right and no, like even never. With that, at their height I not was never even. really into nope. them I like guys in it but never them as a as a faction or as a unit but like Bullet Club gold I'm like this is cool to me I don't know what it is even <laughs> go with the figure guns, who I don't love but it's just like it works it so works. like I just want FTR but FTR helped make flowers. them and you're right yeah 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 I want FTR to have their flowers you know because I'm like dude this is the best tag team in pro wrestling. One of the best ever, you know, yeah. ever. Like they're Facts. on my personal list. Every time I see them in a match, and I'm like, that's a five star match. I'd like mm-hmm. to tell you guys who didn't watch the trilogy with the Briscoes, like at least as it happened, to be like, yo, I'm not joking with you guys. This is some of the best tag. Oh, team. retroactively you know I mean? like, seeing yeah. that it was. Yeah, it's like I don't want to like overstate it, but I'm like, these are like all time great matches. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. FTR are constantly in them, so it's just like if you don't know, you have to pay attention. I talked to a buddy, Duke knows him, um, Brian Tomer, you know, and I remember when they were like sort of coming into AEW, telling him like, "Yo, they're the best tag team." You know, I was like, "They're the best tag team." You just gotta watch them, you know. And like now, mm-hmm. you know, people are finally seeing like every time they have a match is gold. So I just wanted to give them some love. Jake the Snake Roberts called FTR the greatest tag team ever. Yeah, about a yeah. year ago on his mm-hmm. podcast, and I and I, I know it's FTR is very good, but yeah. if you, at the time it sounded ass nine, but now you start to think and look, they are climbing the ranks as far as their their body of work mm-hmm. as a tag team um, in pro wrestling history. So. Good thing you mentioned them. They've been on a tear. The Bullet Club stuff was yeah. absolutely awesome. It dominated one whole hour of collision and Dude, every great. single my my girl, she loves FTR, but she yeah. couldn't give a damn about Juice or or at Jay yeah, White. Yeah, yeah. And I and I, I sometimes she'll side eye watch the AEW if she's not interested. But it was glued for one hour to this match. And I'm just like, man, they're Crazy. they're really telling a good story here. And they yeah. don't have to do a lot. And I heard they called that in the ring the whole way. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. I heard that they were not feeling the match. Somebody was sick or something like that, and they didn't even really want to do it. And then they oh, just—that's wow. that's what led to a lot of the calling in the ring. This is what I heard that they weren't even—they weren't even sure that they were prepared to have a match like that of that caliber. That's crazy. And, like, and then it ends up being maybe the best television rest tag team match of all time. Yeah, arguably. on television, yeah, arguably, yeah, yeah. but but in recent memory, no doubt. So FDR yeah, yeah. get the flowers. We're gonna see if they uh, fully align with Punk on TV, but. We'll see. We'll catch you in a couple weeks for some more Talk Elite. This has been the East-West Connection. Peace out.